You're listening to the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast, your new home for inspiration, family, sports conversations, and a lot of other stuff. We're your all-purpose pod for an all-purpose life and your weekly mirror check before you go change the world, baby. Enjoy the show. Hi, I'm your host, Mr. You. Please enjoy this brief perspective specifically for your ears. A few minutes of your time just might change your mind. We're keeping it all the way short. The championship picture. Just put it out here from the beginning because I know somebody's going to say something, but yes, I really love sports. Just get it out of the way. It's not why I talk about it as much as I do. There's points to it, but just so you know, I do love sports. Okay, we good. Side of the way. If you've never played sports before, I hope you don't tune me out today. I really want this to reach you wherever you are. It doesn't matter if you were a part of the debate team, the cheerleading squad, chess club, or you were in band competition. If you have ever been part of a team, things like team dynamics, cooperation, and teamwork are not the job of the manager, team leader, or coach only. It's your responsibility too. Let's just start there, okay? I've always been somewhat infatuated. I can't take my eyes off of a team that wins a championship. It feels almost euphoric when your favorite team wins at all. You feel as though you were actually a part of it. You didn't swing at a pitch. You didn't catch a touchdown pass. You didn't even block for anybody. You didn't make a game-winning shot from three. But you feel as though you're connected to the team. That word feel is important. We'll come back to that one later. You can see the emotions, the culmination of pain, the exhaustion, the injuries players labored through, the adversity they overcame personally and professionally, and then the lifting up of the trophy. Almost a way of saying, we did it despite everything. We did what we set out to do when we started this. We met the goal. They may not be the smartest or the strongest, but they lasted the longest. I think that's important here. That's a team you root for, but you don't play for. You have no stock or financial investment in them. You may watch some games live in the arena or ballpark sometimes, but most times you're watching from TV or listening from your radio. You're excited when you start throwing stuff, screaming, shouting, face turning red. You start crying for a team that you have no investment in. Question, do you feel the same when you watch your friends win? Asking for a friend. A very interested friend. Do you feel the same when you watch your friends win? I didn't win championships, but in one sport as a kid. It was disappointing because we missed the opportunity that would have allowed us to be the very best and be in first place with a gold medal. I did an episode about it in season two. I invite you to check it out. But regardless of what your organization does or where your team performs, have you gotten to the place where you want the rest of your team to win? Maybe you don't get trophies for what you do in life. And perhaps your team doesn't function in the professional or sports arena. But the question still stands. Camaraderie and teamwork and cooperation are part of everything. Everything that we do in life. Do you have the same sense of camaraderie 
in whatever you're doing, whatever your mission and goal is, whatever kind of organization you're a part of, do you have the same sense of camaraderie? Are you a winning part of a winning team? Do you serve as the leader of that team? Are you keenly aware that the team's performance directly reflects on you? Is it important for you to galvanize the team for a specific singular effort? Or do you also understand the need for after-hour support? That question is really, really important to me. I hope that it resonates with you as well. Especially that last question. I felt the burn of this in several areas, which is why it's a topic today. I was once a government operations supervisor, and although I had interactions and experience in team sports prior to that, I learned the hardest lessons while managing people. Let's get real, folks. People are complex. And they give you a complex. Celebrating a big win in your organization feels hollow when you know that you haven't personally touched every member of your team with encouragement, wisdom, support, and guidance. Anytime that our team in our organization and government scored any kind of victory or did something historic, even in my feeling good about it, I felt like, wow, I wonder what would have happened if I got more hands-on and was more supportive of everybody on the team. What could have happened could have had more history being made, more records being broken. It's easy to hide behind the accomplishment and ignore the fact that you have distanced yourself from some members of the team. This is just leaders that people don't even think about who are part of the team sometimes. Unless they're the ones being ignored. Or they're the one or they're the ones that's feeling the distance. But leadership is weird in that you have to actually have to speak to everyone. Connection is important. You may not understand everyone and their approach to life, but you have to be present in the moment. You can't turn your back on key members of your team and give all your attention to your favorites. That might cost you on your stretch run to a championship, theoretically speaking, of course. If it hits you funny, don't at me. Just repent. This isn't about one person. This is a team problem. This is a team issue. This is a team discussion. Unfortunately, I've seen that very often. Even if there were times where I was the so-called key member. Maybe this is the phlegmatic in me coming out, but I've seen the coach giving me all the attention and feedback. I can see my teammate needing a touch, needing a little attaboy, a little attention, a little pick-me-up, and never being noticed. I felt that. It's phlegmatic. It's true. I felt that, though. It hurts to see that. I guess team has always been important to me. I've always had plenty of opportunities to do things on my own as a solo act, so to speak. My old my old bandmates never knew this, but I was even offered the opportunity to go solo. I never told them about it because it wasn't important. It was always going to be a no for me because I was always down with the team. We started together. I want us to end together. We were chasing a record deal and relevance in the music business. The idea of going solo was what a lot of folks did. Your favorite groups, somebody usually did that in most of those are scenarios. I said no every time because I believed in the team. I want to see our team win more than my own individual accomplishment. Some folks might say, man, you got your mind. You could have been getting paid, Maybe. Have you ever heard documentaries on historic wins in sports or project teams that create some kind of new innovation or invention that changes the world? You hear the same common thread every single time. You hear about team, teamwork, 
rallying together, camaraderie, a uniting of forces for a common interest. It doesn't mean everybody's going to agree with everything. It does imply that team values each other enough to make the team strong enough to endure adversity and get that W. Do you want to see your friends and your team win? Or do you want to be known as the person that led your team to a win? One of these things is not like the other. One of these things just doesn't belong. I mentioned being a part of a team, but somewhere we let our emotions have too high a priority in the realm of team building and building something special. Your feelings don't matter in all of this stuff. What you think about what the other players is doing or not doing is really relevant. This is a team and we are united together towards one singular goal that we have to do more than just coexist. Someone said a chain is only as strong as its weakest link. If you're a leader of the team, what's your responsibility to that weak link? Not making the strong one stronger, but what's your responsibility to that weak link? If you're a leader on that team, what role do you play in that scenario? The championship pitcher may have standouts in it. Somebody who hit a home run in the big game. Somebody who made the right pass at the right moment that resulted in a key stop or go-ahead three-point shot. Or someone that read the defense and got behind a cornerback who was misaligned and was wide open for a game-winning touchdown pass. But at the end of the day, every professional athlete or corporate executive or anybody in organization at all will tell you that there's no discounting the team effort. It being whatever the victory or the goal is, whatever the dream is, whatever the plan is, whatever the end game is, it doesn't happen without the team. Doesn't matter what part or role you play, don't get it twisted. You can't do it by yourself. We all need a teammate sometimes. We're keeping it all the way short. Coach out. Thanks again for listening to the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast. Hope you enjoyed the show. Please like, share, and subscribe to our YouTube channel for all of our full-length live episodes. And of course, if you're an audio listener, wherever you enjoy your podcast listening, you can find the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast. Hope you enjoyed the show. Go change the world. Coach out.